in a world that's moving at a fast pace and the use of social media on the rise with billions of content to consume it's almost impossible to keep up with what we value the most in life Hi guys, my name is Olivia Tutu, the host of Unscripted with Lead, a podcast that will change your life. I'm talking about raw, relevant, yet relatable conversations with go-getters, trendsetters, and inspirational figures. Join Lead every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central African time on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, and YouTube. Unscripted with Lead. Guess who's finally back? <laughs> That's right. I am back guys with season 4 and I am genuinely excited cuz I missed recording. As much as it is very hectic and very involving, I love doing this and that's why I am back. Of course, for those who don't know me, my name is Olivia Tito, the host of Unscripted with Leave, a podcast that is all about having relevant, raw yet relatable conversations. Now, I did a whole countdown and people thought I was probably going to have a launch party or something but this is the launch and to help us kick start uh season 4 of unscripted with leave i have with me someone i would consider my favorite content creator in zambia um are you uh, an influencer marketer i would say i'm a digital marketing strategist because okay. it's sort of like just combines everything everything together Well of course that's a mouthful of words but he's going to help us um understand what that is. So uh Brian is my guest for today and as you as you have seen from the title we're basically talking about content creation as well as influencer marketing mostly because I think everybody wants to be a content creator and everybody feels they can do influencer marketing and so since he's an expert in content creation digital marketing um marketing strategist and a lot more he's going to help us understand is influencer marketing cut out for everybody should everybody be a content creator and all those things but to help us get started i will ask him to give us a brief introduction of who he is what he does and how come he is very very extremely good at content creation hi brian welcome to unscripted clip thank you for having me olivia and i'm happy to be here i'm actually excited because a lot of people <laughs> don't invite me on podcasts So this is this is like a big deal for me. Nice. I am glad you came through. Thanks. So before we get started to all the nitty-gritties of influencer marketing as well as content creation, can you give us a brief introduction of who you are, what you do? Okay. So my name is Brian Manda. A lot of people know me as I am real on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> And um So I'm a content creator turned digital marketing strategist. Nice. And I'm also a creative at heart. So nice. everything for me in the space of content creation and being a creative is who I am is what I breathe and is simply it's a, it's a lifestyle for me. It's a lifestyle. What would you or how would you define content creation or who's a content creator? Okay. So I would say content creation is like a pillar of digital marketing mm-hmm. in that it involves coming up with the idea of disseminating content so it involves research it involves coming up with ideas and it simply involves putting these ideas together to simply put out something so this something could be uh, a content creator working with a brand or simply trying to grow their own personal brand 
So meaning that with that aspect in mind, a content creator would simply be somebody who is this important person mm-hmm. or pillar in the information sector in the digital marketing industry mm-hmm. that simply comes up with ideas and mm. puts these ideas to make them come alive for brands and for people out there nice um i think the use of social media is on the rise yes. um i don't know anybody who's not on at least one platform on social media would you say everybody's a content creator? Because we're all creating content, you know. Yes, we... <laughs> I feel like everybody thinks they are content creators, but not everybody is a content creator. Ooh. Yes, because also people think content creation is easy, but then mm-hmm. they tend to overlook the work that goes into actually creating content. Creating the content, Um, yeah. I've seen nowadays, especially with the rise of TikTok, a lot of people mm-hmm. are creating mini vlogs, mm-hmm. are creating all these... Um, information that we're consuming. Those are not content creators? They are not content creators because for me, I feel like content creation has one purpose which is, it has an end goal. You don't just create content for the sake of creating content. Oh. I'll give you an example. Most people wake up oh, let me film myself cooking. They don't have the, <laughs> they don't have an intended purpose mm. of why they are doing that. It's just for nice. fun. Yeah. But a content creator will wake up and they're like, okay, so today I'm showing people a day in my life so they, there is an end goal to why you're doing that. Mm, it's either nice. you either want to grow an audience, mm-hmm. you want to show people what your lifestyle is, mm. which will simply relate to you growing your engagement mm-hmm. rate. So there is the purpose to why you're creating content. Would you say um, the right type of content creation is that one that has identified with the brand? Like, okay, I am doing this because I want ABCD for such and such a brand. Because I have a friend, well, he's not a friend. I know someone from TikTok who followed me on Instagram and he said he has a huge following on TikTok. And then, but he doesn't know what to do with it. So it's like, okay, you've grown such an audience, but what do you do with it? Do you have a brand that you identify yourself with? Or what are you known for? Because like you said, people just wake up and do vlogs. They wake up and write stuff and they think they're content creators. So would it be safe to say for one to be an actual content creator they need to identify with the brand or at least have an end goal like you put it um i think to answer your question there are people who didn't know that they would become content creators but are now content creators Accidentally. so you can become a content creator mm-hmm. For example, there are people who simply document their lifestyle Mm -hmm. and then they grow a huge audience and they realize, oh, actually, I can take this seriously. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's where now the next step of actually you becoming an actual content creator comes in in, with the goal to position yourself Mm -hmm. personally as a brand. So um, to simply answer that question further, Content creators are known for something. So they have a niche, for example. They are niche You can't be everywhere. You can't be everywhere. And you shouldn't be everywhere. And you shouldn't be everywhere. For example, like um, in the beginning, a lot of people knew me for fashion blogging. Yeah. So I used to put out a lot of like fashion related content Mm -hmm. and a lot of people up to now still know me for that. I know you for that. I literally had to check through my wardrobe before coming. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But so it's not shocking now for people when they see me putting out digital marketing content in terms of me giving people tips on how they can grow their audience. It's like a it's like this other subset of mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. I am yeah. because I'm multifaceted. Mm-hmm. But people know me for one actual thing, which is 
um, fashion and lifestyle content. Nice. So for people with a huge following and they want to now take it seriously, they need to identify further like, okay, what am I known for? Mm -hmm. And how am I going to use my platform to yeah. now put out content with purpose? Yeah, exactly. You can't be everywhere. And no, you, you, you can't be everywhere. Now, um, with the fact that we have a lot of content creators on the rise and numbers don't lie, people are getting into the whole idea of influencer marketing and brands actually are embracing influencer marketing. Um, in simpler terms, how would you define influencer marketing? I would say influencer marketing is the use of either micro or macro influencers. So these influencers are people who, who we simply follow on Instagram who are again known for something. something so yeah. they simply have, I would say, they have a lot of potential and they, they have a lot of eye-catching content, uh, content rather, mm -hmm. and they simply have the numbers. So people are really interested in everything that they do. Mm -hmm. So they are influential in that way because simply everything that they do is simply a concern of their audience. Mm -hmm. So these influencers now come in to partner with brands yeah. to help these brands market their goods and services online. or taking their products mm -hmm. online. Yeah. So that's how I'll define it. What if there's someone who's listening, um, and by someone I'm also someone in this <laughs> equation, um, uh, and they want to become a, a social media influencer, what are some of the steps or the, the key steps they should take um, with regards to wanting to get into that industry or that space? Um, it goes back to, again, you need to know who you are mm -hmm. in the influence, so in the influencer marketing space. You need to know who you are. You need to know the type of content you create. Mm -hmm. It makes it easy for you to now move further. So yeah. if you're known to say, I'm a podcaster, stick to that and grow that space before you think of expanding to something else. Yeah. For example, I'm a food blogger. Then grow that industry, grow in that space, and mm -hmm. you can move to other stuff. I'm a fashion blogger, so simply grow in that, do your research. Mm -hmm. Because when you are niche specific, you won't mm -hmm. simply steal from other people. Yeah. It's okay to steal, but not to replicate <laughs> in the same way. Yeah, you get know what inspired I mean? by other get people. Get inspired by yeah. their work, mm -hmm. then do it your own way. Mm -hmm. So if you want to become a social media influencer, that's the first step. Then the second step is you need to put in the work to create the content. The work. People, this is where now we, we, we know that this person is not an influencer. Uh. Influencers know the kind of work they're doing. Uh -huh. Even if it's a simple thing, I'm, I'm, I'm going to branch you need to know how you're putting out your content, mm -hmm. how you're taking your pictures. You need to be very, you need to be very, what's the word? Deliberate. Deliberate about the mm -hmm. kind of things that yeah. you are doing. Because but, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, mm -hmm. that is what will attract the brand. Mm. But what if you are shy? You know how, because mm. uh, most of the times when I do like maybe shopping vlogs and stuff like that, people are like, but when people are looking at you or who is taking that? Uh, how, why are you so comfortable? And it's like, <laughs> You know, like I probably want to do um, maybe food blogging yes. and then I go out with friends and then maybe I want to take a picture of the, the juice or the food and then I'm like, okay, was anyone and stuff like that. Yeah. So how do you move past the, or what if people look at me? Because you know, some influencers do the weirdest things. Yes. You find they would ride in a trolley at the mall, they would do A, B, C, D. And it looks cool online, it but does. when you see but someone doing it. There's a lot of work it, in the background. Yeah, but when you see someone doing it in person, it's like, hmm, sis. So how do you move past the, okay, what will people think when I do ABC2? You know what? Yes. I want to create this content because of the brand or the influence I want to, um, to possess on social media. 
I think it goes back to you looking at the bigger picture, and this mm-hmm. goes back to whichever industry that you're in. Yeah. The bigger picture is you know what you're doing, you and know where you want to be. Mm. So you just have to work around the fact that me, I want to create this content to get fr- to to go from A and get to B. Yeah. So you just have to have the bigger picture. I have been in spaces like that myself, where it was really hard. Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? I've had a photo shoot <laughs> mm-hmm. at a gas station before, and people were staring. And it wasn't easy, but the end goal was that I got my content, mm-hmm. and it simply helped me get to where I was. Where going. you want to be. So mm-hmm. for influencers or content creators they must just know to say i am simply creating the content Mm -hmm. and how i brand myself is what will earn me the the ability to work with these brands Mm -hmm. and partner with uh, potential collaborators and nice um what are some of the benefits of influencer marketing and that's for the influencers themselves and also companies because i think uh, a lot of countries have adapted the whole idea of influencer marketing and i feel this is when it's actually growing in Zambia and so some companies some brands don't even see the necessity to actually work with influencers okay so I believe the most important benefit of working with influencers on the brand's point of view is that they get Mm -hmm. to they get their sales Mm -hmm. so let's say for example I have worked with different brands like Jameson Bifita Mm -hmm. Pizza Hut so they got their return on their investment Mm -hmm. which is the sales the exposure and simply solidifying their brand in the market oh yeah brand visibility too exactly so on the influencer point of view one of the benefits is that you get paid Mm-hmm. So you are not doing anything for free because while well, you're investing you your energy, exposure, <laughs> exposure is long gone. And this is why I said, for me, exposure comes in when you are when you're simply creating your brand. Yeah, or when you're you are exposing your, yourself. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you are creating your brand. You are coming up with themed photo shoots. Mm-hmm. You want the brands to see you and say this person is putting in the work. The That's the exposure you need. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, you need to get your coins. You need to be paid. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the benefits you get paid Uh, aside being paid while you work for these brands it Mm -hmm. positions you to actually attract potential brands Mm. so brands will say oh okay brian has worked with jameson on this campaign and this is the type of content he made Mm -hmm. so another brand will say okay he has the experience so it also exposes you to potential collaborators Mm -hmm. and partnerships i think another benefit of influencer marketing is that you don't have to be confined in one space you yeah. can be so many things mm-hmm. with this with this kind of industry it doesn't even feel like you are working because yeah. it's so much fun so mm-hmm. if you don't enjoy this aspect it's not for you not so for you need you. to enjoy it mm-hmm. so that's also a benefit that's definitely what i would say mm. and a step further is you get to collaborate with um like-minded influencers mm, okay. or influencers in general so i was actually going to ask that the importance of influencers and content creators collaborating yes. so mm-hmm. you 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 find that oh for example i fashion and lifestyle blog so someone in that industry yeah. or someone who feels we can collaborate on something will come and we're able to create the content and mm-hmm. here that's where it comes in to say we are learning from each other mm-hmm. every time i collaborate with somebody I like to say it's not a competition. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, 
certain influencers like to make it feel like that. Yeah, true, true. But in actual sense, mm-hmm. I have different ideas and so do you and we're combining these ideas. Yeah. So uh, collaborations are really, really important as influencers. How do you creators. collaborate? How do you reach out to people? Because I think it's very hard, especially, like you say, there are people who consider themselves as competition, especially if you're in the same line of content. Let's say if I'm a podcaster and then I know another podcast, I'll probably be like, hmm, uh, you know, I, I can't work with them. But then I feel like when people collaborate, it's sort of, you get to tap into the other person's audience yes. and they get to tap into your own and, you know, you create magic. So how do you move past the okay, this person is competition and, and see them as, you know what, let's work together and make up something. I think it, it goes back to sort of like having an open mind mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, in this industry, there's no end to you learning. Yeah. We are always learning. So in, in my perspective, when I want to reach out to either a content creator or an influencer, I like to, if I know somebody who has sort of like their contact, I will mm-hmm. get the contact and I'll give them a call. Yeah. Or I'll simply give them an Instagram DM explaining why I want to work with them so that it's easy for them to just go through the message and, and Have stuff. you ever been in a space where you DM someone they they never responded? Yes. How do you Many react? Times. <laughs> Especially when I was starting, starting out, out in the industry uh-huh. because also influencers don't like to work with beginners yeah. if I can put it like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they like to work with people who are already established yeah. but they forget that they were once beginners mm. and you got help to get where you are so I had one I had a lot of those where people did not respond and at the time it used to bother me a lot how do you move past <laughs> that especially for someone who's just getting started someone like me like okay I DM Brian and he doesn't he respond, doesn't respond. You know, how or do he I deal with you that half baked answers yeah or I'll think, get back to you or I'll and get it's two back years now. I think it goes back to having the bigger picture, which is you know what you're doing. And so you know to say person. there'll be a lot of no's before I get a lot of yeses. Mm. I'm going to get a lot of no's. Yeah. So you just have to have thick skin and tell yourself, okay, this didn't work, but how can I now move from here to where, to I, where want I want to be? To be. Exactly. exactly. And of course, while you're tuned into Unscripted with leave, make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, juice, or whatever beverage best suits your needs. Zambia Lusaka is hot, so we're probably going to drink a lot of court juices. Now, um, you've received a lot of nausea mm-hmm. and you've built thick skin or you've grown thick skin. What happens when, let's say you reached out to Olivia a year ago and she said no, and then a year later, you guys are found working on the same project. Do you hold the grudge to say you refuse to work with me or you just move past <laughs> it? Because I think I've received some no's yes. and every time I look at my DMs, I'm just like, one day. One day. <laughs> and the funny you know? thing is, this has mm-hmm. happened to me. Mm. Like, it's, and it's <laughs> happening to me. Because when I was beginning and yeah. I was a student back then, mm-hmm. I got a lot of no's. no's yeah. Even just something as simple as, you know, where you send someone, maybe some information and ask them what do you think about this yeah because you just want someone who is like a professional in the industry mm, to give to you feedback give and they didn't give you the feed they didn't give me the feedback yeah or they just probably gave me an answer which made no sense at all <laughs> mm-hmm. years later we are on the same project and now they are coming to me oh we need to do this we need to do that i think i would say you don't have to give the energy that they gave you back then you, I know it's hard, it's hard, but uh-huh. 
now they get to look back and say wow i messed up mm. now i'm learning from mm -hmm. somebody who wanted to learn from, from me. me so you, yeah. you I'm, I'm being the bigger person now realizing that that no is now turned into a yes mm -hmm. so i would say for me it's it's never about looking at fellow creators and content creators and mm. influencers as competitors i'm always learning from them and advancing my own industry nice now um there's a bunch of social media platforms there's a always a new one surfacing a every single day um for content creators especially those in zambia that are looking to build their brand as a content creator or um uh, an, an influencer marketer how do you what are some of the platforms that they should focus on should should someone be on every social media platform or maybe they should find their people and stick to one space because okay. honestly, I, I've tried being on every social media platform and it's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Um, yeah. The answer is no. Mm -hmm. I just recently started giving attention to TikTok. I didn't yeah. have to feel the need to join it right there. And then because I was getting the hack of it, mm. the answer is no. You need to figure out what platform will work for you at the moment and then expand from there. From I would there. advise a lot of content creators to build visibility on Instagram and Facebook mm -hmm. because the two platforms simply also correlate and they work together. Mm -hmm. Then you can further expand to Twitter so you are not trying to put in a lot of you don't want to channel all this energy to different Everywhere. social media platforms mm -hmm. and your work is simply in shambles, right? Yeah. You don't want to do that. Because back then, I, I, I used to blog on WordPress. I had a personal blog, mm -hmm. which I used to charge certain people to publish content for. Mm -hmm. These days, I rarely post on my own blog, but I have presence on Instagram. Yeah. That, so it shows you to say, you can't be on every platform. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's okay for you to say, okay, I'm putting this platform on hold to focus on this other platform. So once you grow the numbers and then you... Then you can you come... Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Now, um, looking at the fact that you've spoken about one not being on every social media platform should one post every day because i think when i was just <laughs> no like when i was just starting out i was told you need to have content every day because mm -hmm. the more people interact with your content the more you get the numbers the more you get the visibility but i found that exhausting because i won't have content yeah. every single day True. so as someone is starting out in the um influencer marketing or social, uh, content creating should they put out content on a regular on, on a daily actually like you every don't day. have to post every the morning day. the evening don't post every day don't yeah. post four or five times a day it's mm -hmm. not good for your mental health because now <laughs> in 2022 i believe social media mm -hmm. we are also bringing in aspects of mental health because yeah. you need to protect your mental sanity on these platforms yeah you don't have to post every day yeah the ingredient is for you to have a strategy mm. if you have a consistent strategy and you stick to it everything yeah. else will work mm -hmm. um for example i work in digital marketing i'm a digital marketing strategist mm -hmm. so i'm creating a lot of content for the brands that i represent and the brands that i simply work for mm -hmm. Then I have my own personal brand. Yeah. So you can see how much work it is to sustain the both brands. But yeah. what works is that I have a consistent strategy. Mm -hmm. So if I stick to my strategy, it's fine. Even posting once a week, if you're consistent with that, is mm. fine. Yeah. If you can post twice a week and you're consistent with that, that That's is fine. fine. You just need to be consistent with your posting 
and have a lot of fun in your stories so that people can see what you're doing. What you're doing, exactly. yeah. So don't post every day don't because your mental health is important. Now, um, do you think influencer marketing is here to stay? Do you think it's the future? Yes, it, it is here to stay because we are in an era where everything must be humanized. Mm. We don't want things to feel like humans are not involved. Mm -hmm. And this is where influencers are coming from. Brands are recognizing that we need to have a human touch to everything we do. For example, we have makeup brands, hair brands, telecommunication brands. Everything has to have a human touch. Mm -hmm. How do we get the human touch? Influencers. Influencers. So we are here to stay. Yes, we're going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and of course, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast as well. And leave me that voice message if you can. I love hearing from you guys. Um, my next question would be, is everyone cut out to be an influencer a social media influencer because what if you accidentally get the numbers but you don't necessarily want to be in the space of influencing uh not everyone is cut out for influencer marketing or to be an influencer mm -hmm. because it's also a personal choice so it's not about the numbers it's not about the numbers i can have a thousand followers and still be a micro influencer mm -hmm. who is getting the job done mm -hmm. and somebody can have 20,000 followers and still not feel like, oh, I want to now take this into influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. For example, we have seen a lot of people who simply create fun, engaging content. Mm -hmm. They simply like to, in, in, in simpler terms, they're like comedians. Yeah. They're not influencers. Their content is simply to make people laugh and that is it. No, Unless seen, they mm -hmm. want to turn the tables around yeah. and say, what, what can I do to sort of like, earn money from this because yeah. it's a personal choice because i've seen this trend in zambia where there's whenever somebody has the numbers there's already a brand that's attached yes. to their name it's like okay <laughs> so immediately you just hit a certain figure on instagram or you facebook want to, you want to work with yeah. brands and you sort of feel the need to become an influencer and the answer is no you don't mm -hmm. have to feel the need to become an influencer because you have the numbers mm -hmm. because like i said in the beginning there's a lot that goes into influencer marketing mm -hmm. that if you're not caught up for then you won't succeed in, you in the industry. You will burn out. And I think this is where we also see brands who don't do their research mm -hmm. ending up working with the wrong influencers. influencers. And them actually mm -hmm. failing on a marketing strategy. Yeah, because I feel if a brand wants to work with someone, they should, uh, the brand and the influencer should have some similarities of the sort yes, or at least yes, have the yes. same vision the same goal exactly yeah and as compared to imagine somebody comes to me and says they want me to do bola bets like i don't even exactly. watch soccer you know but <laughs> so i've seen that a lot mm -hmm. in zambia you a find lot. that someone who doesn't even watch soccer who has no idea and they're telling you say use my code shani shani yes, and it's yes. like okay this is and interesting. it doesn't work so mm -hmm. brands also need to do their research before they contact influencers yeah. also we've seen brands work with celebrities mm -hmm. and they still don't get their return on their investment exactly because most times celebrities can work with anyone they just think about how much they're, they're making yes so let's say there is a hair brand out there they manufacture products and the hair brand uh, wants to work with a celebrity the celebrity probably doesn't even wear natural hair mm -hmm. but then they just think oh i'm making this amount of money so, but the brand doesn't make 
their money from that service because mm -hmm. of working with the wrong person nice so brands also have to do their research yes. on who to work with exactly. and how to get their return yes um do we have companies in zambia for say someone who's into content creation and also wants to be a social media influencer do we have brands that are do we have companies rather that are pushing the agenda forward i know you work for a company and you guys are into um social media management, ma management yes. yeah um do we also have brands that would link influencers do we have a company rather or companies that link influencers with brands um in zambia we don't necessarily have one board or company that helps link influencers to fellow brands but we are seeing a change for example i work for a social media agency mm -hmm. so when we are working with brands and they need influencers to run campaigns we have an influencer directory which we simply go to oh olivia does podcasting you people oh, should this, add me to this. that <laughs> so uh, we're working on it slowly yeah, but uh -huh, surely uh -huh. so we are able to simply outsource the right influencers to work with the right brands mm. i think what we need to be advocating for as influencers and marketing officials in zambia is we need a proper board with regulations because mm -hmm. we have so much fast in the influencer industry yeah. and in the marketing industry mm -hmm. especially content creators are having issues such as how do i price mm -hmm. how do i go about earning brand deals how mm -hmm. do i even simply email these brands where yeah. do i need to go who do i need to talk to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there is no standard procedure in that mm. since you're already in the space i'm hoping you figure out something yes. for the people that are starting out now i don't think this would be a podcast in fact i don't think this would be unscripted with leave without getting to speak about the cash Yes. because i love money <laughs> i don't know about you i love money yes. i love finances and i feel people need to be paid for their services for their time exactly. and for their effort exactly. do you think content creators and influencers are paid the right amounts in zambia uh, because so i've say... i've heard people who say um i was told i would get the exposure you know exactly. and, and you won't go to a shop and say okay i have 50 exposures i need a bag of millimeal you know doesn't work like that so do you think influencers and content creators are underpaid or are they paid the right amounts? I think the answer is they are both underpaid and they are paid enough. But I would like to first speak on the underpaid part because a lot of times influencers are underpaid. Yeah. Because there is no standard regulation that tells you to price and sometimes it's us influencers who mislead each other True. so someone will come to me oh brand i saw you did this kind of work i'm working with this kind of brand mm -hmm. how much can i price and our and most of the times it's either they don't tell you the truth mm -hmm. or they lie to you yeah and then also i've noticed a lot of brands are not also structured properly so they don't even know how to go about contacting or outsourcing these influencers mm -hmm. so there's already a lot of confusion mm -hmm, in the background mm -hmm. yeah um, of course, obviously, I've worked with uh, organized brands like Jameson, Bifita, Pizza Hut, who mm -hmm. are very organized in their structure yeah. and paid 
enough and substantially okay. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. I think in the beginning, even speaking about myself starting, mm-hmm. I was very much underpaid. I'm not even going to lie. Very much underpaid. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will tell you things like, oh, exposure. Mm-hmm. And most of the times I never actually took up the the, the works that taught me in exposure because I feel I had already gotten my name out there. Yeah. But I did work for certain brands who I felt would position me to get other brand deals. So I accepted to work with mm. some of those brands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then also there are certain brands who may not necessarily pay you in cash, mm-hmm. but there's, a, there's sort of like a benefit package. Yeah. So that also makes sense if the benefit package equates mm-hmm. to how much that would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Now, um, with regards to payment, um, should one charge themselves, especially for um, influencers, should one charge themselves based off of the numbers they have or because of the experience they have in the industry, the brands they've worked with, or you get whatever you're given? I think it's both the numbers, Mm -hmm. because the numbers then... um, translate into the engagement that you have on these social media platforms so you're measuring your engagement because then you'll be able to know to say okay i'm a micro influencer or i'm a macro influencer Mm -hmm. so you what will help you price is your social media audience your social media platform your social media engagement Mm -hmm. that is what going to help you price another thing that will help you price look at it in this way um you will simply create a package so you can say primary secondary and premium like mm-hmm. in simple terms mm-hmm. so my primary package a post per day would probably be like for example 500 kwacha mm-hmm. one post on instagram mm-hmm. so that will simply help you in pricing oh, okay. exactly nice exactly do you offer classes for this because there's probably someone i i know there's a bunch of people who want <laughs> yes. to get into the whole influencer gig and content creation and stuff like that but the question is how do i start okay yeah so do um, you have classes do you offer tutorials are you up for mentoring consultations stuff like that yes. i'm definitely up for mentoring and consultations which i do almost every month people <laughs> ask me and yeah. i help mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I in the long term i would like to actually do a master class where we can just see i can sit down share my information and help and as help much pos- uh, as many people as possible nice so i do offer that nice so now we've come to the end of this particular episode i know i'm as sad as you are but before i let you go what's your last what are your last words with regards to content creation and influencer marketing in zambia okay. especially um i i would like to yeah talk about if there's anybody out there who wants to do this you need to know what you want to do you Mm -hmm. need to narrow down to a a specific niche Mm -hmm. and you need to do as much research as possible yeah take it seriously have fun with it and go with it nice and how can people get reach can how can people reach you if they want mentorship or they want collaborations or they want to work with you as a content creator or an influencer Okay, so the first thing is you can find me on all social media platforms. I respond to DMs, so it's at <laughs> I-A-M-B-R-Y-O at I am real. Then you can also call me. I don't know if I should share my number, but it's on my Instagram. Oh. Yes, 
so you can just simply follow my social media platforms they will link you to other social media platforms uh, and get a hold of you exactly thank you so much for coming through thank you for um, having me yeah this has been unscripted with leave thank you so much for listening up until the end and of course i'm excited for season four there's a lot that's coming your way so you better stay glued and don't forget to subscribe on all platforms that's apple podcast google podcast anchor as well as youtube and like i say i'm gonna say it again i don't want to be known for what i'm against i want to be known for what i'm for and i am for people regardless of who you are i love you but god loves you more see you next week sometime simplest bye guys bye <laughs>Are you a startup or established business and you wish to reach out to an audience that will buy into your product or service? Great news! You can now advertise with Unscripted with Leave at affordable rates. What are you waiting for? Take your business to greater heights. Unscripted with Leave.